Hey guys, uh, welcome to Run Planet. This is your host Arthur's Breakus. Hope you guys are doing good. Uh, today we're going to talk about um, uh, about pacing jobs and um, one of my favorite things about running. Uh, and uh, for some of you that you don't know what that means, you know, pacemaker and things like that, I'll explain that a little bit today. Um, you guys seen like big marathons and, and uh, everywhere around the world. Um, when somebody's trying to go for a certain time or they have pacemakers and stuff like that there are still actual racers in the race but uh, they don't plan on finishing the race uh, although it has happened before where the pacemaker actually finished the race or have won the race even and sometimes it creates problems because the second place guy doesn't know that that the first guy is leading but 95% of the time usually pacemakers um, drop out around you know the, whatever they've they've designated um so it's an interesting job i remember the first time i was um doing a pacemaking job my first time was uh in australia gold coast marathon and i was in kenya at the time and basically you know i just went out there and uh, and when i say pacemaker i usually pacemake professional women for about usually the distance is from 18.6 miles to sometimes 42k so to almost a marathon just depends what they've been asked but for sure never less than 30k 30k is like the minimum you know 35 to 40 is like the norm uh, and sometimes you know what i've just finished i just finished those marathons if they ask me 35 i many times i'll just jog it in as a cool down and just f finish the 42k um it's kind of a interesting job um, it is i i really love it i've done it now i would say maybe it's hard to tell for me but i would say maybe 12 times in my life where you know i fly out to a country certain country certain race stay there for about a week or four days or whatever three days sometimes um you know um i get in there and i, I pretty much um you know i just show up at the hotel room and you know i got a roommate i don't even know who he is usually you just stay with somebody could be like a 205 guy 206 guy you know i've stayed with uh all kinds of you know people and and it's very interesting you know you you sometimes I remember I used to have like a couple of roommates that ended up winning the marathon in 205 the next day or the next two days and it's a real cool experience just to kind of talk with them and things like that. Of course most of them are uh, you know either from Kenya or uh, Ethiopia and things like that. Even from Japan such as Yuki Kawauchi I've met him so many times. He's one of my favorite athletes. Um, so yeah so my first experience was definitely Gold Coast and I remember you know, first time you're doing something, to be honest, you're always afraid. You, you know, it's not like, and I'm not saying it's the most difficult job. It's not certainly for, like, if you're in good shape in terms of, you know, they usually ask me to pace roughly around 530 to 535 pace per mile or you know, like 325 to 327 per K. Um, so usually to me, it's it's uh, always doable you know even on usually always on, even on my worst days i'm still able to complete a, a pacing job so that's why it's um uh, that's why i kind of enjoy because i always know i can do it regardless 
and most of the time I really enjoy it you know the hardest thing that I struggle with is the time zones and the traveling like going to you know Asia like South Korea and you know in Japan that area it's just it's just rough because it's like you know you're 14 hour flight and then you know you just never get into that time zone you wake up at night so you're really just not 100% you never really can be at 100% you're mostly like doing your job at like you know 90% because you're you're still like tired and things like that so i always know that it's going to be a little bit more difficult than it needs to be just because you're not you know like traveling takes a lot out of you guys and depending where you travel is even worse you know so obviously i remember first time from i traveled to australia from kenya so i went to i think i went to doha kenya to doha doha to malaysia malaysia to brisbane airport yeah so it was a pretty brutal like i think it was like a 20 hour flights all together which is brutal but um you know it is what it is i did remember like doing i got the job done first time and um it was perfect you know i did my pacing uh i think i paced till 30k we had another pacer there you know i think he she stopped at 23k or 25k i don't remember um but yeah you know it's it's always a pleasure to help the professional woman to achieve their dreams and just you know uh, make sure that you know you bring them at certain pace and uh, if there's anything in one of my strengths has always been I've always delivered when I'm pacing and at exactly the pace that they asked me uh, and I, I've become so good at it in general that I'm within like I'm within one or five seconds in 18.6 miles like I'm never off for the most part um, you know thanks to GPS I guess but also um, I practice a lot in training to kind of I know what pace roughly or what heart rate I need to go and you know the main thing about you know you just you go to these you know you, you usually meet the, the 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 girls or the ladies that you're going to be pacing and you know there's like sometimes they don't speak the language so it's interesting you know they usually ex you explain them they explain you, you know what pace and you know main thing is to kind of start slow slower meaning like not slower than whatever they ask me but just a little bit slower and then we kind of settle in and then everybody's just kind of relaxed i tell them i listen you know nobody's racing until 30k you guys want to race after 30k welcome a lot of times some you know, there's somebody's like you know so some ladies are always like can you push the pace push the pace listen you know you marathon you know you need to relax like even the a lot of times the ladies regret after first trying to push the pace because they know that you know 42k is a long way to go so i usually just tell them to relax enjoy the ride you know you there's like you guys will settle it after 30k after i drop out you guys go out there you have 12k to settle who's gonna take the the big prize home you know and usually you know in those marathons first place is always you know depends 50 to 100 thousand dollars so of course it's very important for them you know um uh usually when i pace i've never had anybody try to run away ahead of the pacer which is me so i've never had uh, some other ladies try to like run ahead uh usually everybody just stays in a group because a lot of times honestly they just set the, the pacemaking right at course record pace 
so it's already basically they're going 100 percent and you know some ladies don't even don't even make it until 30k so it's just usually by the time i get to 30k honestly usually there's about sometimes three girls or even two or sometimes even one you know or sometimes four last time i think i did it was for sure there was like three girls left uh but usually yeah usually it's it's not not everybody is even surviving you know but that's just how marathon goes you know like you know a lot of times you get there the, the girls you know the ladies they already know like what the pacemakers are gonna do and their job is just to stay behind the pacemakers and stuff like that so and all now most major marathons and you know maybe some even faster ones of course like berlin probably asks london berlin and chicago uh, we saw what happened in chicago this year with bridget you know i mean she had her own pacemakers and she asked for like something insane like 213 pace or 214 right so that's that's crazy that's really fast um i don't think i can pace that long for 30k even at that pace because that's like 505 pace but you know of course they had to bring in some solid kenyans you know to pace even i think those guys had to had to gun it you know they weren't ready for bridget to go that fast but um yeah so it really i really enjoy pacing to be honest with you um all the marathons that i've ever paced i, I just love it the atmosphere of to me it is the most you know i, I get I've done it so many times that I just love it. It's part of routine. I draw, I fly there. I you know I rest there. I get to know the people that I'm pacing. You know we relax. We talk. We go to technical meetings, conference meetings. Then I check out the cities usually. So that's kind of like the fun part. Uh, usually I have to fly out right away. But sometimes if you know if, honestly, sometimes I just leave one day later and I really like because I just go out to check out the city day after I pace and just relax and. It feels good, you know, when you get the job done, you get back on a plane and you go home and go on with the next week. And sometimes it does it does get tiring and stuff like that, but it's something that I love, you know. So, um, so anyways, uh, this past this past weekend, I, I really had a fun. I was pacing. Um, um, I actually I wish I knew about this race a lot much longer before. I probably would have. I probably would have, you know ran longer i'm not sure if i would have ran the whole thing it depends how much but i was pacing a 50k this past weekend indoors in wisconsin uh one of my f um friends from alamosa colorado his name is kyle masterson he was trying to go for the world record in a 50k and there was a couple other racers in there um so yeah you know i was asked uh you know if i could pace you know and and i, I was asked you know maybe a few days before maybe i knew for four days or five i'm not sure of how many days maybe a week ago but um uh, I, I was ready to, anyways you looked at my workouts and i was like you know what i probably need to get like a longer tempo run so i figured like 10 miles would be perfect uh, distance that i could pace and you know get a good workout and not overdo it and things like that uh can i pace longer yeah i could but like i didn't want to put myself in a hole i'm, I'm in such a good place in training wise right now um that i didn't want to like overdo it and, and things like that so i was i i pay I, I ran for about 10 miles and uh i think i ran 514 pace you know something like 52 i don't know 52 20 something like that um yeah i felt really good um it was a strange experience at first you're going around 443 meters track uh 
so it must have been like 30 something laps that I had to pace but I, the whole time I was pacing I was like I couldn't imagine somebody's going 50k around here and at that pace so it was really just amazing to watch um Kyle to attempt this world record and uh, I mean it was just amazing and to, to be honest he was ahead of the world record for 27 miles I couldn't believe it it was just so good even more maybe even 28 miles so last three miles he lost it a little bit and he still ended up running 244 which is like I think it's like still 517 or 518 pace for 31 miles so that was like the second fastest ever American and that was the fifth fastest ever in the world at the 50k distance you know and that was I believe that was his second attempt uh, I want to say it was second attempt but yeah it was just amazing like just to see how you know and he was alone after about 75 minutes uh, 70 minutes even you know, I would say he was alone for you know he had to do a lot of work alone but I guess he, he was really prepared it was just you know honestly besides watching Kipchoge <laughs> You know, break two minute, two hour barrier. That was one of the most phenomenal things I've ever seen in my life. Um, to be able to run 244 for 31 miles, and he passed the marathon at 217 something, which I believe close to his PR. But just to do it alone, and just to do it around, uh, and this is by the way, it's considered a road race. It just happens that it's uh, it's called this Petit Center, I think, in Milwaukee. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. I don't know. I don't know what it's. I think it's something like that. So anyway, it's 443 meters one time around. It's like 62 degrees inside there, and it's just like you just go round and round and round. It's like track, but it's not track, right? So it feels like you know it's it's pretty nice. I mean, honestly, I've never even when I was asked that it was going to be indoors, I was just a little bit. I was a little bit hesitant because you know I didn't I didn't know how it was going to feel to just run around all the time and you know whether I was gonna feel good or not I just didn't know you know because I've never ran indoors and neither neither I think does Kyle so but I think it was like I said uh, congratulations to him uh, it was just a tremendous performance and I think he's gonna be if he's already one of the best ever in the game of ultra marathoners or 50k but he's definitely gonna be something special I really think he's got a 242 in him if not even faster in the future, um, he really showed that he's capable of doing it. Um, so yeah, it was a great experience, and and uh, for me, uh, to be honest, I think I averaged 163 for heart rate for 10 miles at 514 pace. I felt smooth. Um, I believe I, I never really strained much. Maybe like the last mile or so, my legs were a little tired. But I was not like ever laboring or breathing extremely heavy, so it was a really good sign for my training. Um, so yeah, 514 for me for 10 miles, uh, 163 heart rate. I think I'm on the right way where I want to be. Um, and 163 guys, is that you know, roughly that's that is uh, for me. I think yeah, roughly around around my marathon pace, heart rate. So it's kind of a promising you know that I'm I'm thinking that you know maybe my marathon pace right now roughly is a little around 520 pace a little bit under maybe even five anywhere from 515 to 519 I think I'm really comfortable with going long distances um, 
Of course, uh, I have to decide whether I'm going to take a swing at a marathon this fall and go to Europe and things like that. Obviously, they're not going to happen in America, so uh, I do have to decide. I have a couple options. Uh, you know, if I want to go to Europe for three months, I can go and stay there. I have people, family. Actually, I am Europe, from Europe myself, so it is not a problem in terms of traveling there. Just have to decide, you know, because um, it looks like there's going to be no season in America right now and and you know just to kind of be in good shape and not to have a race it's just it just kind of feels like devastating I would guess I don't know so you know of course you can do your time trials like how I've been doing but at at the end of the day you want to get a good effort and you want to get a real race in and you know you just want to challenge yourself and, and you know get good new experience so I'm looking at a few marathons, maybe this fall in terms of, you know, Poland, there's a couple, uh, you know, maybe Germany, Spain has some, so Estonia, Latvia. So yeah, I am looking at a couple options uh, this this fall. Yeah, me and my wife, maybe we're going to try to look at a couple options to, to be able to run uh, a European marathon. Um, the only problem is, you know, like I said, if we do fly to Europe, you have to take the 14-day quarantine and sit in there without going anywhere. And probably we can run around, but, you know, we're not going to be able to, like, just feels weird, you know, when you go there in 14 days, you just kind of got to sit in the home. Maybe you got out there, get your little run in, but so we got to time that correctly and things like that. Um, well, that's something that we're still going to decide. Uh, because it looks like certainly it looks like nothing is going to be happening with the COVID and everything this fall, especially is nothing, nothing for the masses. That's for sure. Best case scenario, maybe elites. So I mean that'd be great. But like I said, I don't control those things. So, so anyways, guys, today it was just kind of I wanted to give you a little bit of you know just um, just kind of like a chill episode about how i said i had a great experience this past week which was actually two days ago uh to be able to pace somebody well, for 10 miles at 514 pace um so yeah my shape is coming along smoothly i hope you guys are your training is going well hope you're monitoring your um how you're feeling all the time uh taking all a little bit of notes you know how your resting heart rate is, how how overall you're feeling, how how motivated are you in your training, you know? Are you like pumped up every day or, or you know, are you like bored in training? These are all the things that you need to write down um, just to keep the training exciting and things like that. Um, so, yeah, guys, I hope you guys are having a good training week. Uh, we've, we've had here in Chicago decent weather this week. I think we will get couple hot days here in you know next few days but then we'll be back into <sighs> we'll be back into normal um normal good weather next week so it's a perfect opportunity for a couple time trials maybe a quick one quick 5k next week something like that you know look look yeah if you want to test your fitness we'll do a little time trial we're looking at like 80 degrees couple days next week which is fantastic for chicago summers nothing like 90s and humid so um anyways guys I, I i wanted to you know tell you a little bit about the one of my favorite things is always pacing you know pacing others and helping others to achieve their dreams um i love doing it um uh 
Uh, like I said, it's it's something amazing. Would I do it for 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 free? Sometimes, yeah. But like I said, mostly it is of course a paid position. You know, you do pay somebody. Um, you know, you get paid a certain amount of money. I'm not gonna talk about how much and things like that. But just in general, it's it is um, it is a paid position, and you pay somebody. Um, like a lot of times, like I said, there are, there are penalties for things like that. So like. If you're like 10 seconds slow you know start deduction starts so it's not as it's not as like you know yeah everything has to be done perfectly and a lot of times why I think um, I've always enjoyed uh, my job and pacing the woman is because I'm actually my times are very similar to the to the best women in, uh, are, that are running the races so for me, it's just basically I just run my basically a little bit slower than my marathon effort and, and that's it, you know. So it's really, I don't even have to try. I already know how it feels. So sometimes they ask like some Ken, fast Kenyan to pace women and they never do a good job. And, and and I know it sounds weird, but so many times I've had to pace with, with another Kenyan and we or Ethiopian or whatever. We had to pace another woman and it's just like, they don't know the pace uh, you know they're so used to it like um they're so good at like 448 pace but they're so bad at 530 pace you know and me on opposite i can't go 448 pace but i'm very good at 530 pace you know 530 pace is all day long for me uh that's one of those things where it's just my more on a moderate side for me and i fully in control I can, you know, control the group. I can see how the women are doing. I can slow down if once once they're on drink station, I always slow down because those are times, you know, drink stations is a, is a hectic time. Every 5K, you know, people are going for the tables. They're moving back and forth. That's the most dangerous side. A lot of times you see people fall down and like the, they don't get their water bottles. People are stressed out and then they want to pick up the pace. So it's always interesting, you know, like, in a marathon, there's just so many things always happening, you know, especially when you're pacing. There's like cameras and motorbikes and cars taping, you know, you're on like live television. And it's just like it's a lot of it's a lot of pressure for everybody, you know, from the side, from a regular fan. It's just looking and you just, you know, you're just seeing people are pacing and whatever running. Not no big deal. But a lot goes into it, guys, you know, from the day one when, you know, when I leave Chicago, usually I get on a plane at night, I fly 14 hours to whatever, uh, you know, whether it's Japan, whether it's South Korea, whether it's China, it doesn't matter whether it's Europe, whether it's Australia, I get to my destination, you know, somebody picks me up there. By the time I get to the hotel, I'm exhausted, you know, I've already been traveling for 24 plus hours. Uh, then I just next thing you know is just spend time sleeping and just recovering for next two days attending all these meetings just eating and sleeping and eating and sleeping I mean jogging a little bit you know getting the legs going and just mentally preparing for your job what you're gonna have to do you know um, and then of course you know that race day comes you know you get excited you get the job done you you talk to the people that you're gonna pace you you make sure that you know everybody's on the same page and um, at the 30k usually 35 or whatever I drop out and then I just try to get back to the finish line if I can't get back to the finish line I go straight to the hotel I put the TV on and I watch who won the race 
Um, and that's it, you know. Usually, it's it's really fun. It's one of my favorite things. And just to tell you guys, I, I tell you, uh, Bray, I've done it so many times. I love it. It's sometimes I even love it more than my own running. I don't know why. I just kind of like one of those people that I I like helping others in terms of like running. To me, I take a huge pride in that like accomplishment that that you know I am here for somebody else so they can achieve their dreams and they can achieve their times and so I take it very seriously. Um, I wish I can do that for myself. You know, I would, I never give up for others, but sometimes I give up. I wouldn't say I give up on my own, but you know. For sure, if I know I'm doing somebody for somebody else, I, I can go much longer than if I was doing it for myself. Um, you know, I feel like sense of uh, accomplishment, sense of promise. I, you know, what is it, whether it's contract or it's promise, it's like, I just, you know, I just can go much longer, even if I'm suffering. Uh, I remember one time I was not feeling good. I was pacing for, I think it was for like 20 miles, something like that. But man, I was just, I had a broken uh, toe. And I was just so extremely tired from the trip. And I was just so awful. I was tired like the whole time. And I was operating at like, after 10 miles, I was running at like 180 heart rate. I mean, I was totally to the well. Max, like not max, but I was at, at running at like my 10, 10K heart rate for about 10 miles. I don't even know how I did that. I've never been able to do that. But like I said, I was just, I knew I had no choice. One of those things where it's just like, well, I got to get it done whether I'm going to reach my maximum heart rate or not. I couldn't just imagine. I, I got it done, you know, as much as I could with the, with the broken toe and things like that. So so I guess you could say that, you know, uh, when it comes to pacing others and things like that, I, I, I am not so bad at it. And it's one of my favorite things to do. I live for it. So hopefully I'll be able to pace some, you know, some other races in the future. Uh, I really love it. Usually, you know, I can. I always told uh, my wife that someday, you know, I'm gonna pace her and I'm gonna make sure that she wins the race. It's gonna be one of the greatest things ever, you know, to be able to pace my my wife and then, you know, for her to be able to win afterwards a big marathon. So someday, hopefully, we always talk about those. You know, that would be such a cool experience, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, anyways, guys. Uh, I don't know if you ever consider if you pace other people, if you enjoy that job or not, and things like that. So it's a fun job. It's it, it, it helps me with my training. It helps me with my racing experience. I get to meet cool people. I get to meet uh, agents around the world. I get to meet coaches around the world. I get to meet uh, all the best runners, you know. I've, um, I've been... Uh, like I said, I've seen so many people all the time. Dennis Kimeto, you name it. Just like any 205, 204 guy. Um, you know, usually those are the people that were always hanging out with the marathon winners and things like that. It's kind of fun. Those guys are so simple. You would think like like these guys, you know, they don't even they don't even talk about running, to be honest. They don't even know what's going on. They go in there, they run their 205, you know, win the race. And they never talk about running afterwards too, you know. Uh, one of the better things I've learned about the Kenyan and Ethiopian runners is they don't talk about running. It's uh, it's one of those things you just do it, and then when you're not running, you're not talking about running. You just just kind of chilling. Uh, so I think it's extremely important if you guys can learn something, is to when you're not running, don't talk about running. You know, 
unless you're like, like I said, unless you have coaching others or whatever. But usually, yeah, as an athlete, like my wife, even she'll never talk about running. She just, she just one hour a day. She thinks about it when she's running, and as soon as she's done, she's in the car. Honestly, if we don't talk about running, and maybe I talk because you know I always have to do my coaching and things like that. But my wife, she's like really great at just shutting it down, and, you know, just doing other things, uh, which I think that's a huge strength. Some runners need to like think about all the time or whatever. Some runners are just totally in a different world, like non-related to running. It's like when they run, they run. When they finish, they finish. You know, it's like just like most Kenyans, most Africans is like. You know, they will not find Kipchoge talk about running when he's not running. You know, it's it's uh, it doesn't happen like that. They watch soccer games, play football, even like whatever. You know, just chill, get a massage, get some chai. You know, just just chill. Come do completely different things. You know, like not even think about running and stuff like that. Because like you know, you need a lot of. To be honest, you know, when you're training, you already know it's like hard. You know, so. It's you don't need to think about running more than you already are. You're running ten to twelve hours a day. Then what's the point of thinking another twelve? You know that's like too much mental thinking. Uh, just do your other things in life and enjoy whatever you do. Spend some time with your friends, family. You know, whatever you got going on. Do some other things to make you a better runner. Don't think so much about running all the time. You know, get it done, and that's all. Anyway, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. This episode was kind of like on and off, on different subjects. I guess I kind of went blah blah blah. Uh, but anyway, I wanted to give you a little bit of insight on on a pacing jobs and things like that and how things work. Uh, so hopefully, you guys enjoy it. Um, on the next episode, I'll I'll try to talk about a little bit about towards training and things like that. Okay, see ya.